Praise the Lord. Welcome, everybody. We're glad you're here to worship with us today. We, we're blessed to have Brother Juan here with us. He's going to deliver the message today. And we're going to lift the Lord up in song together. If you please stand to your feet, we're going to lift the Lord up with that one through his gate. Thank you. 
Anxious to hear it, actually. Praise God. Um, the only announcement that I know of is the fact that uh, Brother Frank said he is going to be back here uh, for the Bible study tonight. Uh, so that's the only announcement. Does anybody know another announcement that I'm that I forgot? Okay. Well, then that's it. Uh, Bible study here tonight at six o'clock, and Brother Frank will be back for it, and it will be awesome. If any of y'all were if, if y'all missed Thursday night, Thursday night was an awesome prayer meeting. That place was full. There was a lot of people, a whole lot of people in there. Um, it was great. It was great. Um, if you weren't there, come. It was good. It was good. A whole bunch of y'all were there. But somebody on your row wasn't there. So, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let's go to the Lord's word. It's a lot better than my word. Um, I'm going to be in uh, the Gospel of John, chapter 13, um, and I want to talk about a new commandment that Jesus gave. This is the 11th commandment, if y'all didn't know. Um, Jesus actually gave it earlier, but 
put it put it in context a little bit. He's talking to the disciples because he's about to be crucified. Uh, it's imminent uh, the next day, and um, he has just told Judas that Judas was going to betray him, and Judas has gone, and he's talking to the rest of them, and he says this. This is I'm going to start off in verse 34. It says a new command I. I need to get this stuff out of the way on my phone. Okay, it won't go out of the way, so I'll just put up with it. A new command I give you, love one another. Love one another. That's pretty good, isn't it? That's a pretty good command. He goes on. As I have loved you. Oh, it got harder, didn't it? (laughs) How does uh, God love us? Unconditionally. You ever heard anyone say, oh, we can't love unconditionally well that's apparently not true because Jesus said to do it Um, as I have loved you so you must love one another as Jesus has loved us you know and Jesus was sincere about it what was he about to do what had he just told him was going to happen y'all know this story he he's he's going to die he's going to go away and they can't really come after him right away um He's committed to that. How many of us would commit to it? How many of us, when we say, hey, I'm going to pray for you, really commit to do the praying? (laughs) Uh, Jesus not only had committed to it, but the next day he proved that he was committed because he followed through. Um, By this, by this love... Uh, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Pretty important, right? We want people to know. That's our witness, right? That people know that we love one another. That's our witness that we're in the family, as uh, as Stormy was saying, part of the family, part of the body. Uh, that's, That's the indication. Simon Peter asked him, Lord, where are you going? And Jesus said, Where I'm going, you cannot follow now, but you will follow later. And then Peter asked, Lord, why can't I follow now? I will lay down my life for you. Okay, that sounds real uh, serious, doesn't it? That sounds like he's committed. Was he? No. No, not yet. I think, well, later he was. I guess he proved it. No one really knows how Peter died, but uh, for sure, but... We are sure that he died because he loved the Lord. We're not sure completely about the way. Lot, most common is that he was crucified upside down. Um, but Jesus answered him, uh, Will you really lay down your life for me? Very truly I tell you that before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. So he wasn't sincere yet, but he got sincere. So I guess what I'm saying today is... Um, God loves us, even when we're not fully sincere. But be sincere. Uh, Peter got sincere. Jesus was sincere. His actions showed it. The most thing is, first of all, first and foremost, love. Love enough to really be sincere. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, thank you for letting us come to your house today. Thank you for the message that uh, Brother Juan is going to bring us today, Lord. Thank you for the special uh, 
thing that uh, uh, Sister Julie has got arranged with the kids today, Father, and I thank you for this praise team, God, and I just pray that you will bless every ministry, every conversation, all the fellowship that takes place here today with your Holy Spirit, Lord, so that everything done will glorify you and will lift up one another. I pray these things in the holy, precious, sweet name of Jesus, your Son, our living Savior. Amen. I wanted to share with you a little bit of, of my testimony before the, the kids, uh, because the kids are part of my testimony. Uh, about 24 years ago, I was invited to uh, go to a young youth group's uh, retreat. I was invited by my high school girlfriend, who I had no idea that she was a Christian, and her husband. They were this group's youth leader, and they invited me because I was a nurse, and they needed a nurse to go with them for the weekend. First of all, I thought, great, I'm going to be fed all weekend, I get to play around, I don't have to deal with my home duties, all that kind of stuff. And to me, it was like a great escape. And let me back up a little bit. I grew up in a church. I knew God. I didn't know that... I didn't know God until I saw these kids praising the Lord, dancing for the Lord, singing for the Lord. I hope that you're not a Miss Julie sitting out there that knows the Lord but has no relationship with him. It was this kind of activity that brought me to know Jesus Christ. So I want to share with you, and, in, and, and if you happen to be that Miss Julie out there, come up and, and let us know. Um, believe me, I had a fight with God before I, I um, accepted him into my heart. During that retreat, I thought I was there helping those kids and helping that youth pastor. I was the one that got helped. I argued with God about all the things that were going on in my life, and I audibly heard God tell me, I will never leave you, I will never forsake you. Man, your family, your husband, your children, your job, may all fail you. I will not.
in the Psalms it says, praise God in a sanctuary. Praise Him with musical instruments, all sorts. Praise Him in dancing. Let every breath, that, let everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You will never run away, go forever mine. You will never run away, you're by my side.
Let's sing this morning, all together. We're going to sing indescribable. I'm gonna take 
quiet my soul Remember Redemption's here Where your blood was spilled My ransom And everything I once held dear I count it all as love Lead me to the cross When your love poured out Bring me to my knees Lord, I lay me down Rid me of myself I belong to you Lead me You were as I tempted and to ride human The word became flesh bore my sin and death Now you're risen Everything I once held dear I count it all as lost. Lead me to the cross when your love poured out. Bring me to my knees, Lord, I lay me down. Rid me of myself, I belong to you. Oh, lead me.
you have something that you're dealing with this morning, I would invite you to come to the cross. You know that when we're sick, we go to the emergency room, amen? Amen. This is the emergency room right here, right now. If you would, as my brother's playing, I would invite you to come forward. I mean, there's no set order how we do things, right? So can we change it a little bit this morning? And if there's something going on in your life, you don't have to tell me. Talk to the Lord about it. Would you leave it at the cross? Would you give it to Jesus this morning? Are you tired of holding on to what's uh, holding you down? Are you tired of uh, doing things that are not of God? Nobody needs to know. It's you and God. You and Jesus. Savior, I come, quiet my soul, remember, in Redemption's Hill, where your blood was spilled, for my ransom, and everything I once held dear. I count it all as loss. Lead me to the cross where your love poured out. Bring me to my knees, Lord, I lay me down. Rid me of myself, I belong to you. Oh, lead me. Lead me to your heart. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Don't we have an awesome God? You may be seated. That we can go to whenever we want. How many have a had a dad or have a dad that that you could go to him and just tell him anything? Talk to him about everything. Even ask him for a little bit of money once in a while. Amen. And that's our God. He loves us that way. Amen. I thank God for what he does in our lives. And uh, I thank God for giving us the chance, the opportunity to be here with you all this morning. Pastor Frank, I thank him for uh, inviting us. I know um, as a pastor, I know it's hard to to give uh, out the, the pulpit to just anybody. And uh, I thank him for for the privilege and the and the trust that he has in me. And uh, I thank him for that. But uh, I, uh, I am a musician, and I see a guitar back there. And I was going to ask if I can use it. Uh, well, I can have it? No, I'm just playing. I can. <laughs> I'm going to sing a song, and, uh, but uh, I don't uh, want to sing by myself. I saw this red hymnal, and I said I, I found a, an old hymn in there that uh, I just love, and I wanted, y'all to, I wanted to see if y'all can help me with it. Uh, 407, Because He Lives. And I'll only sing it if y'all help me sing it. Yes? All right. Let's do it then. Good. So... All right. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not. get kicking up here um oh nice i like that sound god sent his son they call him jesus 
seated and since I already got the guitar Chris well, let's have a sing one good morning and God bless it's a privilege to be here with y'all this morning I thank God for allowing us to be here and um, I thank him for everything that's come into my life good and bad how many of us know that it's real easy to thank God when we're up on the mountain and it gets harder when we're down in the valley. But either way, God is with us. Like um, Sister Julie said, he will never leave us nor forsake us. So I thank him for that. Life is easy when you're up on the mountain. You've got peace of mind. You've never known, but then things change when you're down in the valley. 
don't lose faith for you are never alone oh the god on the mountain is still god in the valley when things go wrong he'll make them right and the god of the good times is still god in the bad times the god of the day still the god in the night we talk of faith when we're up on the mountain the talk comes easy when life's at its best now it's down in the valley of trials and temptations that's where faith is really put to the test oh the god on the mountain is still god in the valley when things go wrong he'll make them right the god of the good times he's still god in the bad times the god of the day still the god in the night the god of the day still the god in the night god bless you I apologize to my wife. I always mess up. I get it. I get it. I get too too into it, and I, I forget that I'm playing the guitar. <laughs> I had forgotten my uh, English Bible. I had uh, my uh, Spanish Bible, and I said, "Wait a minute, we're not doing Spanish. We're doing English." And I was kind of hoping that Jesus Christ would have came. That way, I didn't have to preach. I thought the rapture was here was going to come. But it didn't, so we're going to preach in the, we're going to be in the book of uh, First Peter. How many are saved? If you're not saved today and you don't know Jesus Christ, there'll be an opportunity this, uh, later on to, to invite Christ into your heart, Amen. There's a, this thing or this Jesus that we preach, it's not a, it's not a make-believe story. He's real. He's real and, and uh, the Bible is real. The Bible is the truth. One man was telling me in Dallas one day, he was telling me, how do you know the Bible is true? And I said, I just know it is. It's true. It's God's word. I believe it. He said, I don't believe it. I said, I said that's your opinion, man. I'd rather believe the Bible than believe you, because I was there once before. But the truth set me free, amen? amen. The Bible says the truth shall, shall set you free, and, and, it, and it, it, it freed me indeed. And I, I, I love what the Lord has done in our lives, and 
uh, last night we were we went to a, a little gathering that my wife's family had, and um, and one of her nephews was asking me, uh, Uncle, how long has it been since you haven't drank a beer? I said, twenty years. March next March this March coming on uh, March thirtieth. I said, it's been twenty years since we've given our lives to the Lord Jesus Christ. And he was telling me, man, uh, I don't think I could last twenty days without drinking. I said, that's. I'm just going to say this. That's stupid. <laughs> because that's the way I used to think. See, uh, alcohol and drugs controlled my life. But when I gave the reins to the Lord Jesus Christ, He controls my life. He's my boss. Amen? He's our boss. But see, sometimes we don't understand it. We don't fully uh, understand what God has done in our lives. Amen? God has saved us. Amen? Jesus Christ died on that cross. Well, not that one. But He died on the cross for me and for you. I don't think you understand what, 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 what He went through. The Bible says in uh, Isaiah that He was unrecognizable. They didn't know who He was. If somebody was walking and never met Jesus Christ before and they would see him, who's that? They whipped him, they beat him, they spat on him. He was disfigured, the Bible says, for me. For me. A drug addict, an alcoholic that didn't care about nothing. A thief, and the list goes on and on. Amen. And, uh, well, don't look at me that way. I know y'all did some stuff too. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> Whoa. And Julie says, and some are still doing it. All right, now. We're going to get there. I'm glad you said that. But don't you, don't you thank God that we have an awesome Savior? An awesome Savior that would, that, that would uh, put up with our stuff. Amen. I don't even know what time it is. They don't even have me a, a clock or anything around here. So I, I just, I just, I, what? Thank you, Jesus. One pastor told me, well, we go eat at, at, at lunchtime. So whenever you're done, we're, we're out of here at 12, he said. So I'm going to, I'm going to read from the first Peter chapter one, verse 13. Amen. I'm just going to ask you to stand with me for the word. Just, I'm just going to ask you to stand. Just, just three verses, and then you can sit down, relax. Don't go to sleep. Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Amen? Be self-controlled. Set your hope fully on the grace to be given you when Jesus Christ is revealed. As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. Amen? But just as He who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. You may be seated. I've heard so many people uh, say so many times that you can't even tell the difference between a Christian or a non-Christian. Hello? Amen? Why? Where's the peace and love that Christ taught us? Or where's the peace and the love that Christ showed us? See, we read the verses and we read the scripture, and Jesus Christ was all about example. Example. 
See, he's our example. See, a lot of us, we want to be uh, like somebody else. Some, some pastors out there, I've, I've seen a lot of preachers. Uh, I've, I've been visiting some churches. And some people, uh, some pastors want to be like Joel Osteen. Can't do it. A good example, but you can't, I mean, you can't go with other people. God has something special for you. God has something special for me. Amen? And if I want to be like Joel Osteen, it's never going to work. Some people like uh, the way uh, they want to be like um, Rod Parsley. Amen? But God has a special gift for you and for me. So I don't want to be like that. I want to be like Jesus. How many want to be like Jesus? Really? Are you ready? Huh? Oh, y'all changed those mind, huh? It's hard. Amen? It's hard to be a Christian. Amen? How many agree with me? It's hard to be a Christian. It's not impossible. It's hard to live a Christian life. I know. I mean, 20 years, I've been in the Lord for 20 years. Maybe some of you that are here have been in the Lord a little bit more than I have. But I'm going to tell you what. Every day is a struggle. Every day there's a, a battle. Why? Because there's a real enemy out there. The, pipe, the Bible says that uh, we wrestle not against fle- flesh and blood, but against what? Principalities. of The dark. Always right here. Always uh, you can't, uh, no, y- no, yes, uh, do this and don't do Wait a minute. We got to, the Bible says to renew our minds daily. Right. Every day. And be like Jesus. We got to be like the Lord. Amen. And greater things you will do, he said. Wow, Jesus did a lot of miracles. He did a lot of great things, a lot of uh, blessings and miracles. And he healed people and uh, the dead were rising. And he said, and you will do more. Can you imagine? Walking into a funeral home and people are just popping up. <laughs> Amen? See, for us, that's unusual. But in those days, when the Jesus in Jesus' days, that was common. Things were happening. Uh, things were happening. And, and Jesus was getting the people healed and the pe- uh, people were rising. But we go to the hospital to pray for, for a loved one that's sick. And we're already doubting. I wonder if God is going to heal him. Don't go if you're going to think like that. Let him be sick on his own. Don't help him. No. Go with knowing that Jesus Christ gave you the power and the authority. Amen? The power and the authority for any sickness, any diseases, everything. A lot of people, they they come and tell us, uh, yeah, but what about your wife? Isn't she sick? I said, she was sick. She ain't sick no more. Amen? Especially her family members. Where's, where's, where's that God that y'all serve? Where is he? You know how much that hurts? Where's that God that y'all serve? Where is he? What did you say? Ooh, that's what, exactly what we say. He's still here with us. And if she and the Lord comes and, and takes her home, well, then guess what? She just got healed. <laughs> Amen? She just got healed. But see... The people can't tell the difference between a Christian and a non-Christian. Why? How can we live that? How can we live a Christian life? How can we show it to the world? How can we tell the people, hey man, I'm, I'm a Christian. Some of us are a little ashamed. We go somewhere and, hey, can you pray? Well, I'll pray for you. I'll pray for you. Well, the person wants you to pray for him right now, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take it to the house. Amen? Closed doors where nobody sees us. Many of us have made a decision to accept Christ in our hearts as Lord and Savior, but is that, is that all that there is to it? Is that it? 
Just have Jesus Christ in our hearts and, and that's it. Go about our business and continue to live your life like you once lived. No, because Peter just told us. We were in ignorance, right? I mean, that's not a bad word or anything. I'm not trying, he's not trying to cut anybody down, but we were in ignorance. I mean, wait a minute. I thought that I was in the Lord because I remember that when I was in the world and uh, people used to come and talk to me about Jesus Christ, I would say, hey, man, I know God. And now I, I think back and I said, yeah, I knew God, but he didn't know me. Amen. I knew about God. I knew who God was, but did he know about me? It's not when, until I received Christ into my heart when, hey, there you are. Where you been? I'm just, I'm just saying that, but that's the way it is. So, can you do the same things that you used to do? Being in the Lord. Being God's child. Let's see what Scripture says, amen? And we just read it. Therefore, pray your minds for actions. I mean, prepare your minds for action. Be self-controlled. Set your hope fully on the grace to be given you when Jesus Christ is revealed. As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, be holy because I am holiness. I mean, holy. Amen? So, Holiness. What does that mean? To some people, it brings to mind a, an image of some monk hidden in a, away in a, in a monastery, just oh, holy. But that's not that's what he, that's not what he's talking about. Some of us are afraid of that word, holiness. Amen. But what holy really uh, holiness really means is that we're changed, we're set apart. From the world to God. Holiness, we're set apart from the world to God. We live in the world, but we're not of the world. Amen? We're part of this world, but we don't, we don't want to do what this world is doing. Amen? And sometimes it's easy to fall in the things of the world. Amen? At our jobs. How many don't like jokes? I love jokes. How many don't like playing around? I love to play around. I like to be a clown. Amen. That's that's me. If you uh, if, if if you're uh, if you're not saying jokes or you're being a little boring, I mean you're not for me. <laughs> I don't want to hang around with you. You gotta be you gotta be funny. <laughs> you gotta make me laugh. No, I, I like to hang around with people that are positive. I like to hang around with people that are laughing and and uh, doing things. I don't want to be with somebody that just. I mean, that's that's not for me, man. I, I gotta I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta do something else. But see. To be set apart, I mean, to be of this world and, and, and play around. and That's not, that's not a breaking a rule or anything. We're showing what, what's inside of us. I like to play around. I like to uh, so, say jokes, uh, clean jokes, clean jokes, and uh, just try to make people clown around all day. And I, I do it at work all the time. And uh, I'm pretty funny. Uh, I, I, I'm a truck driver, so I'm by myself. I make myself laugh all day. Nobody hears me. So, we're set apart like those drums right there. Everybody in the world that plays music, even in the world, rock and roll bands or Christian uh, Conjunto bands or Tejano bands or whatever uh, that are out there, they have drums just like that. But see, these drums are unique. They're different. Why? Because they're set apart for the Lord's work. They're in this church 
to be used to play a, a, a beautiful sound for our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. This, this mic too, this mic is, is no, no different than any mic that's out there. But we use this one to gratify the Lord. We sing on it. We preach His word through it. See, this mic is set apart for the Lord. And us, we're an instrument also, and we're set apart for the Lord. Amen? So we're supposed to be what? Different. We're supposed to be set apart from this world for, the, for, the, for God's work. In, uh, in 2 Corinthians 5.17, we read that it says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a what? A new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So, be holy is to be set apart for God. All the things that we used to do, no more. And yes, it's a struggle every day. Amen? It's a struggle. I mean, we're, we're human. I've had, um, I hate to say this, but I, I've had pastors and preachers that I've seen that 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 been preaching the word of God and and now they're down. I hate to say this in jail because we have to understand that we are human, amen. And the devil is real, like I say, brothers and sisters. This thing, this this is this is for real. This is not just playing church. The devil is going to get a hold of you. He's going to try to knock you down. He's going to try to make you doubt. He's going to want to make you think that God is not real and God is real. Amen. One day he's coming. Jesus Christ is coming. Hold on to that. Amen. I'm not saying, oh, I mean, walk on pins and needles. Amen. Just let him, let him direct your life. Let the Holy Spirit take control. He'll show you. Amen. You don't have to be worried about uh, uh, saying something wrong or, or getting somebody mad if, if the Holy Spirit is guiding you. You don't have to try to find favor in people and try uh, to make somebody like you. The Bible says find favor in God and you'll find favor in men. If we're in Christ, we're new creatures. This means there should be a difference in our lives after salvation. After salvation, it, should, it, it can't stay the same. I remember, I want to just say this, a real quick testimony. Uh, when I received Jesus Christ at, uh, on March 30th of 1996, at uh, 10 o'clock in the morning, about 10, 10, 32 seconds, to the T. I remember when I received Jesus Christ in my heart, I was on drugs. I was so drunk, I didn't even know. I, we were partying from two days or a couple of days before. And when I received Jesus Christ, it all, like I've never did it before in my life. I was sober. I knew what I was doing. I knew where I was at. I didn't, I didn't feel the way I felt hours before. God transformed me. He, it, I couldn't stay the same. When Jesus Christ comes in your life, you're not the same person. Everything changes. He took everything and threw it out. Amen? But also... There has to be a difference in our lives, but there also has to be a difference between the world and us. Amen? I'm almost going to be done. Okay? I'm almost going to be done. I'm, I see I, I know some of you are nodding off. I'm, I'm, I promise you. Just give me an hour and 34 more minutes. What is a holy life? What is a holy life? First of all, I believe a holy life is one totally committed to God. 
Amen? Totally committed to God. Amen? Not only that, but His holiness demands our commitment to holiness. It demands it. I remember when uh, my, my grandson, well, I don't remember, because I, I remember when, when I was younger, I wanted to do everything my dad did. Wherever he went, I wanted to go. And I see my grandson too. I walk around and he's right behind me. Amen? And uh, I, uh, I have a Harley. Is that bad? No? I have a Harley. <laughs> a Harley and, uh, well, I got my, my Harley apparel, Amen? And I said, God, God gives it to us. And, um, and he, wants, he wanted some boots and a vest and a shirt. And like, he wants to do what I'm doing. But see, I want to do what my master is doing. I want to be just like Jesus. Amen? Now he's given us the easy part. How many wanted to be like Jesus when he was like that? Nobody could take those thorns. Amen? Or the nails. It's easy for It's free. Salvation. Take it. Take it. It demands it. Amen. John, in, in John 5, you don't have to go to it, but the, uh, Jesus healed a crippled man at the pool of Bethesda. Remember that? Remember that? In verse 14 of the King James Version, he said, Jesus told him, Behold, thou art made whole. Sin no more, lest a worse thing come unto thee. Sin no more, unless, unless a worse thing come unto thee. Wow. Powerful. That's Jesus. Amen. It's not me. It's Jesus. And also, again, Jesus forgave the woman caught in adultery. Remember that? And he said in John 8, 11, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Wow. Go and sin no more. In both cases, they were forgiven and restored to a relationship with God. Amen? They were restored to a relationship with God. So, they were both told to live differently after they got saved. Go and sin no more. Is God saying anything to us? Okay, I'll keep going. He doesn't require perfection, amen? He doesn't. Because there's nobody perfect. Not one, the Bible says. But he does accept, expect us to be serious about it. We can't be. What you do with your life, it's, it's, your, it's your life, amen? There's nobody that can tell you anything. If I choose to go and do what I want to do, that's me. I mean, you can't tell me nothing about it, right? And I can't tell you. But see, we try to hide from people and we try to do this and we try to do that, but we'll never hide from the man above because he sees all. Amen? So if I'm trying to fool my wife and trying to fool my family and thinking that I'm doing right and I'm not, well, I'm fooling myself because I'll never fool him. Never. So, holiness is Living a life that is pleasing to the Lord. Amen? It's good to gather together for worship and for fellowship. We need to meet often to support and encourage one another. Amen? Because, you know, iron sharpens iron. Amen? Amen? So, that's only the beginning. 
It's only the beginning. We can't leave Christ at the church door. Amen? We can't. God must be part of all our daily lives. All what we do daily. I mean, at work, with our family, with our friends. Uh, big decisions. Amen? Do you include God in your big decisions? Uh, do you include God in the small problems that we have? Amen? That's good. Because some of us, we don't. Some people were laughing at another church when I was, pre- uh, I was saying something similar to this one time. And I told them, I even asked the Lord to help me uh, when I'm going to get in the shower to take a bath. I do, because, hey, sometimes that soap could be on the, on, the, on the tub and you don't see it and boom, you go down, baby. <laughs> Amen? Ain't nobody going to pick you up. So I asked him to help me. It might sound ridiculous even to shave. Because that knife, that, that blade's pretty close to that throat. So a, to- a holy life totally given over to God, for some of us, can maybe seem a little bit radical when we first look at it. But some of us, we, we fear giving up ourselves, and we fear our, our, uh, of people uh, making fun of us that, oh man, you're, you're weird. You know what? I, I would rather be weird now than weird when I was uh, doing my thing back then. I remember when I was uh, doing my own thing, and I was uh, drinking, and I would stumble inside a bar or whatever. Everybody would be laughing at me. But now uh, I can't take a little bit of ridicule. It's funny, right? I'd rather go inside a bar right now and talk to them about Jesus Christ and for them to run me out of there with bottles. I don't care. I'll, I'll be catching them and selling them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We can do it for Jesus, amen? We think of it and we, 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 we feel kind of funny. If you've never done it, if you've never talked to people about Jesus Christ, uh, at first, you might think, "Oh man, I don't is is this is this really me?" Or I mean, is this really you? Gotta you know what? Let's let's pray about it, God. Let's uh let's fast about it. You, I'm gonna tell you right now, you don't have to fast about it. You don't have to pray about it. Just the Bible says, "Go and preach, <laughs> go and teach, go and tell everybody the good news." That's what it says. Amen. So you don't need confirmation; it's already confirmed. Amen. You don't have to spend hours at church here on your knees, uh, fasting and praying uh, uh, to, to get a word from God to see if it's His will to go and tell somebody about Jesus. I'll tell you what's going to happen. You're going to be very hungry. Very hungry because you're going to fast for three weeks and God's already told you to go and do it. Amen? Are y'all okay? I mean, I'm, I'm just, is it okay? Because, I mean, y'all don't, y'all don't have to invite me back. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. So, amen. God is good. (laughs) When you're in God, when you're under God, there's peace, there's joy, and there's assurance. Amen. That holy God. A holy life is, a, is in complete harmony with God's plan for each of us. Amen. I'm going to tell you what, like I said earlier, we're not all perfect. I'm not perfect. But I try to live my life every day according to His will. I try to look back every, every night and, and, and see the things that I did during the day that wasn't good for the Lord. And I try to change it the next day. You know what, Lord? I don't want to fall in that again. I might not drink. I might not do drugs anymore. I don't say any bad words anymore. Don't smoke. But there might be something that I saw or maybe something that I thought. Or I told y'all I was a truck driver. A car maybe cut me off and I said a couple of words in my heart. 
in my heart because I didn't say it out loud. So I might sin in that area. Amen? So I got to ask the Lord, you know what, Lord? If somebody cuts me off tomorrow, Lord, you strike them down. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I just got to ask the Lord to, let me chill out, Lord. You know, let me. If y'all see a truck driver, guys, man, y'all take care of him, man. <laughs> really. Amen? Thank you. Not only do we need to be firmly grounded in a personal relationship with the Lord, we need to reflect His love to this world. Amen? We need to be different in our behavior and our desires. And listen to this. There needs to be a difference between the believer and unbeliever, and we need to preach Christ constantly to everyone every day and using Words only if necessary. Amen? Using words only if it's necessary. What are you talking about, brother? Well, we should be the example. Gosh, man. Julie's got something. Amen? Not the baby. There's something in her. <laughs> Amen? Brother Bob has something. I want, some, I want what he has. Brother Stormy has something I want. Amen? Amen? That's actions. When people see that, I remember when my wife and I uh, came to the Lord, the first three years, my, my family didn't want anything to do with us. But one day when, when, uh, when my sisters and my dad and everybody came to the Lord, my sister came up to me and told me, you know what? I hated you. I hated you when you would come and preach about Jesus. She said, but I wanted it. I wanted what you had. I wanted what y'all had. She was so disgusted that she wanted it. Amen? And that's what we should do. We should, people should hate us, but want what's in us. Amen? Because they're clashing. There's a fight. Amen? And when you stand and they see you, they said, Oh my goodness, here they come again. Here they come again. But you know what? Jesus is talking. Amen? Be quiet because Jesus is talking. And they're going to want what you have. Matthew 5 says, In the same way, let your, shine, let your light shine before men, that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. We are what? The light of this world. Let it shine. Let that song, let it shine, let it shine. I don't know if y'all sing here, but let it shine. Amen? So, what are we going to do today? A holy life pleases a holy God. Amen. So first we need to be in complete obedience to God. Amen. To do this, we need to be in complete obedience to God. Can God use you? Yes. Well, brother, I'm in sin. <laughs> God can use you. God is just, the Bible says that Jesus Christ said the harvest is ready, but the laborers are what? So who are you? We're one of the few that, we're gonna, that God is going to use to go and talk to the people about Jesus. Amen. See, uh, this, this, this church, this building should be full. But not of, a, of, 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 of the church, of us, of new people. Why? Because us, as a church, we should be bringing in the people. And this church is getting filled. And they're going out and doing the same thing that you were doing. And it's just constantly new, go, new, go. The Bible says that in the, in the days of the Bible, I mean, of, the, of Jesus or Peter or Paul, when they were preaching that the, the, the church was added daily. 
daily. Thousands and three thousand and five thousand. And Paul preaching the word of God. New people. So second, we need to communicate with our Lord Jesus Christ or with with, with God in prayer. First, we need to be in complete obedience to God. And second, we need to communicate with the Lord in prayer. Amen. Why? Well, we need to praise Him, to thank Him. Amen. For His guidance. Sometimes we, we go to the Lord in prayer, but it's all about me. Lord, I need a new belt. I need a new car, Lord. I need a... I need a... I need... I need... Instead of saying... Thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you've done in my life. I ask you for healing for my wife. I ask you for healing. I ask you to take care of the pastor wherever he's at. It's never about that, brothers and sisters. It's always about me. But what can I get from God? I'll fast and ask God for a new car. We'll manipulate God to, to do what, he, what we want him to do. You don't work that way, amen? amen. We thank God for who he is. We thank Him for what He's done. For shedding His blood on Calvary. Go out there and tell people about Jesus. Amen. And I want to tell you. Third, we need to be in, in, immersed in God's Word. But it, because it holds the answers. Any question that you have is here. Amen. I want to thank you for letting my wife and I come and share a song. And to share the Word. I bless you in the name of Jesus. And I ask you to go forward in the name of Jesus to tell everyone that you see about Jesus Christ, especially our families, because our families are the last ones that want to hear about what we're doing. Amen? Yes. Because, you know, it's been 20 years since we've been talking to my wife's family. And last night was the first time that they came and talked to me about little personal things. And they see us how we're in the Lord. Amen? They see But we don't go over there and tell them, ah, you can't do that. No, you can't say that. You know what they're going to do to us? There's a, yeah, there's a door. The way you came in, you can go through it too. So we talk to them in love. And we try to show by example. We try to tell them that Jesus Christ is our Savior. Amen. Not only our Savior, but what? Our healer. Amen? Our best friend. Our big brother. Everything. Can I ask you to please stand this morning? If you don't know how to talk to people about Jesus Christ, I'm going to tell you, it's, it's, it's really easy. How many of us talk on the phone? Uh, I know none of us do here. Because uh, most of y'all text. Or on Facebook. What if Jesus Christ had a Facebook? Amen. You probably wouldn't request him as a friend, huh? Woo. All right. Wait, look, look at this. He's right here. This is, this is the friend request right here. That's full of text. <laughs> full of text. <laughs> I just want to tell you, God bless y'all. And uh, I don't know if the brothers are going to play a song or we are. Yeah. Okay, they're going to come up. They're going to come up and uh, I like hearing these guys, man. That's 
Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And that's Jesus. Amen. That's the Lord. And I want to tell you, uh, just go forward. Just go forward in the name of Jesus. Uh, lift your pastors up in prayer daily. Amen. They're being attacked daily. Amen. And you pray for yourself. Amen. But they pray for how many are all? Hundreds. They struggle. They struggle. Pat them on the back once in a while and tell them, hey, brother, doing a good job. Love you. They'll appreciate it. Amen. Can we pray? Lord, we just want to thank you for your goodness, for your son, Jesus Christ, Lord. I just want to thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be here in your house to share your word, Lord. I just ask you, Lord, that you bless my brothers and my sisters that are here today. We're set apart, Lord, to do your work. We just ask you, Lord, to to help us, Lord. If there's a little fear, Lord, we just ask you to remove it. That we may go to everyone, to anyone, and share the good news of Jesus Christ, Lord. That you save and you heal, and you are Lord. I ask you to bless this, this place, Lord. Pastor Frank and Cherry, Lord, that you bless them right now. I lift them up to you, Lord. I thank you for the praise band, Lord. Each member, Lord. Each singer in the choir, Lord, that you bless them. And also my brothers and my sisters that are here, Lord, that are teachers and preachers. and You give them strength in the name of Jesus, Lord. I thank you today. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen.